Tensions have been running high at the Pacific Islands Forum being held in the Cook Islands. Nauru's President David Ariang walked out of a leaders' meeting in Rarotonga and did not attend the leaders' retreat today in Aitutaki, instead returning home early this morning. It's understood he left after questions were raised about the nomination of Nauru's former president, Baron Wanga, to be the forum's next secretary-general. Joining us to discuss this year's Pacific Islands Forum is Dr Anna Poles from Mass University Centre for Defence and Security. Kia ora, Anna. Kia ora. Thank you for having me. The leaders have just finished the retreat part of the forum this afternoon. What stood out for you with their latest announcements? Well, the, they have confirmed the, that Baron Wonga uh, will become Secretary General of the Pacific Island Forum in February uh, 2024. And, and as you noted, there, this has been the process for the nomination of, uh, of the Secretary General position has been controversial with, with the current President of Nauru. Uh, David Ariang walking out uh, and leaving Nauru uh, this early this morning. Sorry, leaving um, Cook Islands early this morning to return to Nauru. So it has not been an un- uncontroversial week in that respect, but it, uh, but certainly Baramwanga has now be con- been confirmed. And then, of course, there is the uh, deal between Australia and Tuvalu, uh, which is being announced in Saratanga uh, today. Uh, which will effectively uh, create a, a form of, of uh, compact between the two countries uh, to enable the citizens of, of, of Tuvalu to, to live in Australia. Let's just continue with that part. Why is Australia wanting this relationship and what is its significance for New Zealand for us to understand here? Well, it's a, it, this is a, a fairly historic uh, event to happen actually. It's um, been decades since any kind of similar type of arrangement has been fo- uh, formulated between uh, any Pacific country. Uh, this particular arrangement between Australia and Tuvalu, uh, res- uh, aspects of it resemble the relationship between New Zealand and Cook Islands, for instance, and there's other elements which resemble the US compact of free association arrangements in the North Pacific. Australia's interest in this are fairly uh, strategic. There is a uh, element of it which which focuses on there's a component of it which focuses on security and defence aspects of the relationship, uh, as well as, as I mentioned, the benefits for Tuvalu, which is the the uh, free access uh, to to Australia. So Australia's interests are, as I said, strongly strategic uh, concerns about Tuvalu's uh, potential economic vulnerability in the future and the types of pressure that Tuvalu may be experiencing uh, as a consequence of the fact that it is one of the only countries, one of four countries in the Pacific who still recognise Taiwan. And so is it just geopolitical or is it also to do with climate change, Anna? There's obviously a very clear climate element to it uh, and certainly from... From Tuvalu's perspective, you can understand why there is a desire to secure uh, a future for generations to come in case Tuvalu itself becomes uninhabitable. But 
the, from the Australian perspective, there's it's, it's a very strong geostrategic element. And if we look at Australia's record on climate change, we can probably safely assume that geostrategy has won out. Uh, and certainly the speed and the secrecy under which this agreement has taken place raises you know, raises some concerns as well. Let's look now at the leadership. First, let's just come back to the departure of Nauru's current president, Ariang, today. Does it matter? Was it significant or just a bit of drama? Well, I think it, I mean, it certainly was significant. There was an awful lot riding on this forum leaders meeting uh, being, you know, about regional unity, uh, the theme, our choice, our voices, our choices, an enormous focus on putting the tensions behind that had arisen over the last couple of years where we saw the five Micronesian member states walking out of the forum uh, and threatening to leave uh, and then being brought back into the fold uh, last year and, and this year. So to have one of those countries, Nauru, uh, walk out uh, because of concerns and potentially a misunderstanding about the the issues which a number of countries wish, wish to table. Samoa uh, for, was, was one of those countries who have had concerns about the process for the nomination of the Secretary General position. And those concerns weren't necessarily about Baron Wonga himself, but, certain, but about uh, how that process for uh, nomination and how, how the Pacific Island Forum chooses that uh, the position in the future. So it was certainly upsetting to that uh, that he did leave and he did not attend the retreat. Uh, and there will certainly be some soothing over uh, that needs to take place to ensure that regional unity is still uh, still sufficiently robust. Uh, but arguably, it, this has demonstrated that regionalism is certainly under enormous amount of pressure. And the new Forum Secretary-General, Baron Wanga, what do you think we can expect from his leadership? Well, he's certainly uh, a controversial uh, figure. He is very pro-deep uh, sea mining, and we know that deep sea mining is, is a enormously divisive issue in uh, with it amongst Forum members. And that in, that in itself has been noted today amongst the leadership. Uh, you may have seen some of the, the photographs of, of uh, Prime Minister Mark Brown of the Cook Islands uh, presenting uh, nodules um, to, to leaders as, as gifts. And so this is a, that's a fairly controversial issue. Baron Wonga is also very closely tied to Taiwan as well. And in as leader of a regional political grouping in which the majority of members recognize China, that may potentially cause a little bit of friction as well. Um, and as I said before, he's a controversial figure. Uh, he has uh, outstanding uh, investigation by the Australian Federal Police into political corruption, uh, as well as a, a reputation uh, for having made some very, very... Uh, concerning decisions regarding the judiciary uh, in Nauru itself. So this is likely to be a very interesting and potentially not uh, uh, uncontroversial period in the forum's history. And just to finish, Anna, what is the relevance for New Zealand of this appointment? Well, New Zealand I mean, other than the points that you've made, sorry, I know that you have been relevant, but <laughs> what, what's the significance for New Zealand? Just so that people who are here in New Zealand can really follow what it means for us. Sure. So 
the stability and the, the unity of the Pacific Island Forum is incredibly important to, to New Zealand uh, as both a, a member of, of the forum itself, uh, but also from New Zealand's perspective with respect to peace and security in the region. And New Zealand has been advancing uh, and really driving the notion of Pacific centrality, that the forum, that the Pacific Island Forum is absolutely essential uh, for external partners to engage with. Uh, and, and this is really tied to New Zealand's own legitimacy as, as a key actor in the region. So from a New Zealand perspective, they want to see a stable Pacific Island Forum. They want to see stable um, forum leadership. Uh, and it, we're yet to see, certainly, whether or not those the, those uh, pressures and those 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 uh, issues that are that are under the surface uh, might necessarily spill out uh, over the the term of of that the next secretary general has. Thank you very much. That's Dr. Anna Poles from Massey University Centre for Defence and Security.